They're back. The show with the pressure and Frosty. This is Frosty. Hello and welcome to the show. It's January. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you got through to Christmas. Everyone's feeling like they've had a lot of fun, maybe overindulged just a little bit. But uh, we're here in January and we're back for another monthly episode of the show with the pressure and frosty. We're starting strong. We're not giving up. Never give up. i got one for you this year. Um, Why don't you just try a new bus route every month just get on a new bus and just allow yourself the time to see where it goes uh, get off when you get there have a cup of tea go for a wee get back on go home easy day trip the bus routes in london are I suppose are a little bit different to tilehurst but you know where we are in tilehurst we can go to oxford we can go to pangbourne we can go to purley on thames there are some really good bus routes around reading we could just do that I saw from Chingford the other day, you can go to Potter's Bar. It's really weird. I don't need to go far out from my house and suddenly then it connects me to really far out places. So, yep, tune in for Feb's edition uh, to see where we went on the buses, which I do believe are capped at £2 a day now or something. You can ride all day. Are they going to do that? I don't know. I don't follow transport because I ride my bicycle. I remember when buses were 70 pence in London, anywhere you wanted to go, 70 pence and i was amazed coming from wales the buses were quite expensive it was like you had to pay on the distance to uh so you know from gusainen to swansea would be 185 but from gusainen to llanelli would be like 135 but in london everything was 70 pence great loved it guess they're not going as far are they as llanelli to wherever you else you said goose island you know they're not going <laughs> those sort of distances so uh you know hopefully a bit less on petrol though you sit in traffic for probably even longer so i don't know yeah 70 pence was great and then they crept up to a pound and i thought okay that was a bit of a jump then it was a pound 20 and then they introduced this weird thing called an oyster card what the hell's that all about no, everyone's using it. Everyone's flipping got on the bus, and that's why they're... Actually, they're striking pretty soon, so respect the buses, okay? We are in 2023 now, and it is the start of January. So at this time of year, you know, we like to think of the future, what this year can bring us. And there are lots of things that are happening in the world right now as part of, as part of uh, our future as a human race. And one major development that's been happening is AI, artificial intelligence. It's it's taken a quantum leap forward now where you can type in a description on this website called DAL-E and you write down what you want the picture to depict and it will create that picture. So you could say, I'd like to see a pink fluffy cat eating a dragon's bone in the style of a noir cinematic poster. And it will do that. So you can type in whatever you want and it will draw that picture. There's one where you say the last photo on Earth and it draws a picture of this deserted landscape with a person taking a photograph. It's the only limitation is your imagination. So I had to go on this and I said, can I have some podcast artwork for the show with the pressure and Frosty? And I said, the pressure, he's... He normally wears a hat. He's got uh, a little bit of a beard sometimes. And he's got, you know, brown eyes. Blah, 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 blah. He's, quite, he's quite handsome, Siri. So uh, watch, your ha- <laughs> watch yourself. 
<laughs> yeah, and then uh, I said the same thing for Frosty. Very handsome, lovely Where's hair. No, lovely hair. Lovely hair. A lot of a uh, shiny, shiny face. Um, <laughs> comb over. Um, uh, clothes that comb you over. might see. Clothes you might see on a homeless man. Um, hey, missing yeah. tooth. Uh, limp <laughs> due to due to three mile a, a day. Um, so I'll put these photos up on Twitter, and okay. I and I'll uh, email you. I'll, I'll WhatsApp you this one now, so you can see. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! It's not bad, is like, it? You look like I don't know, Duff Duff from Guns N' Roses, and then I look like um, Freddy Krueger. It's not. It's not not bad. They're but quite it, American, and they're a bit plasticky. If you get yeah. away the plastic, they're still quite American. But so, I uh, went for yeah. photorealistic as well. I said the same description, but photorealistic. Okay. So I'm going to send you this one. <laughs> All right. What's the app called again? Where you've done this? It's called Dal. So D A L L hyphen E, like Salvador Dali, but Dal okay. E. All right. And then the other one. Wow, I don't know who's who. <laughs> I think they both up. got hats on. Yeah, so you've got a, you're you're the one with the ginger beard, for sure. <laughs> no way. And I'm the one that looks like that. Looks a bit like me from a different time. Just oh, my eyes are wonky. One eye goes up and one goes down. That's <laughs> genius. How did you plug that in? I don't know. I don't know. And then the final one is the podcast artwork for both of us. One's blonde hair. One's got a hat and a beard. <laughs> it is a bit like Shelbyville. Uh, is it Shelbyville? Like, no, there's an alternative. There's episodes in The Simpsons where they get drawn in slightly oh, yeah. wrong ways or cheap ways for some reason, and they sort of or Bart's called something else, like Harve or something. And that's right. Yeah, Shelbyville. That's what, that's, that's kind of what these look like, but n- like cheap imitations of that. Cheap imitations of bad. Um, Just bad quality bad, to begin with. Bad, yeah. 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 So okay. <laughs> So we put them up on our Twitter feed, and that is at pressure underscore frosty, as you already know. So that's one way that the world is changing, because you can now write films in AI, or you can almost, you write down the plot synopsis, the style, the characters, and then AI will create video and make a film based on what you've said. Have there been any good ones yet? Uh, I haven't seen any just yet. It's it's just very much in its beta prototype. It's trying so. to get computers to do art. I yes. bet you can get it to make a song as well. Yes, you can. They There was one that did a Beatles song, and it sort of did sound like the Beatles. Did it's it. ca- it's to kind an of open-minded, I like the internet, but to an <laughs> artist, what about can they do an AI actor or an AI voiceover that's going to get your work yeah. and make you think differently? Th- they're not very good at that. They have done that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yes. That's rubbish, mate. Don't use them lot. No, use me. That's the thing, though, with artists. Uh, you, once you do this thing for, on Dali and you download it yourself, you own that. So you don't. You can sell that as your own art. It's kind of... You lose the value in things in a way, but that's the way it's going at the moment, it seems. It's a direction. It's not going there. It's mm. it's a path. It's a path because doing things analog is also a path, isn't it? That's true. That's true. They don't have to be mutually exclusive, do they? Yeah, that's true. It's just, it's something new, isn't it? It's something new. Gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. I think for some people that aren't really that into quality, they'll bloody love it, won't they? Yeah, absolutely. There's another thing, not just Dal E, but there's... We've all heard of like a chatbot. We all use chatbots on um, 
customer services. I use it quite a lot now, these chatbots. And they're quite useful because you don't have to speak to a person and deals with the problem quite well a lot of the time. But this is called ChatGPT3. And this is an artificial intelligence that uh, learns and can answer questions and solve problems as well. So I've asked this. If you you can you think of something to ask, and I can ask it, it'll answer it. Uh, I said, "What am is, I, I hungry?" Said, I will write that down. Am I hungry? And it says, "Only you can answer that question." Brilliant. There we I, go. That's worth the download, wasn't it? I did say, "Tell me about Hoxton Radio." Okay. Uh-oh. It says, "Hoxton Radio is a community radio station <gasps> run." <laughs> oh, he got you. <laughs> sounds, yeah, sounds true. It's a community radio station run by volunteers in the heart of Hoxton, London. Its mission is to foster creative, innovative, and independent culture in the local area, providing a platform for the talent and voices of Hoxton. Hoxton mm. Radio's content includes a wide range of music, talk, and project shows hosted by local people and globally broadcasted on their website through apps such as TuneIn and Alexa. It's pretty mm. accurate. Pretty good. Okay, nice. Yeah. Who is Owen Frost? Oh, I've done that one, but they oh. they, they say he's American or he's a British what? actor. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I said, who is the pressure? Uh-oh. And it says, but it, but it doesn't answer the question. It says, the current president of India is Sri Ram Nath Kovind. He took office in July 2017. So, mm. but there are limits to it. Okay, that's something for me to aspire to then, if that's my namesake doing things there in my native land as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's president, so, you know, maybe you could be president. Maybe, maybe. Fuck president. It. Yeah, just get round to it. I'm going to write, how do I make my podcast good? How do I make my podcast good? That could be quite useful, actually. So chat GPT3.ai, he's having to think about it, and he or she or they... Not binary, them, get your pronouns right. It says, have good audio quality. Invest, Perfect. Yes, invest in a good microphone and audio equipment to create clear, enjoyable audio. That's number one. Number two, uh, have interesting topics. Hmm. Your podcast should be focusing on something that people want to hear about, so make sure you have engaging topics. And number three, prepare for each episode. Plan out your episodes before you record and have some topics or notes to refer to while you're recording. Well, that's that's my that's part of my new life resolutions here. Mm. So I, I interview a lot of people, but I just sort of do it like on the fly. Hello, welcome. Oh, what are you doing? What are you selling? Oh, that's a really amazing blah. What I'm going to try and do now is chat to them a bit before and say, hello, this is the format. This is the style. What are we selling? OK, cool. That sounds good. That's OK. That's good. Just get to know them a bit better so that then when we go to do it, it's a bit less fumbly. Yeah. A bit less, and then I know the points. So yeah, for the show Feb, we'll Prep. do that. We'll meet up first, and then we'll do, we'll set it out. We'll put an agenda down. Like, okay. oh, oh, I'll tell you about. It. I'm gonna run every day, and I'll be like, well, that's stupid. You should space <laughs> it out with these stuff. Oh, that's actually really good. I'll put it down on my notes right now, and then <laughs> I'll say to you, how how are you with the book? And you'll say, oh, I'm still on chapter three, but uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> But if we plan it, then you don't get this uh, effervescence that we have, you know? Yeah, but, you know, the spontaneity thing, build and accept, That's you st- I can see you struggling with that anyway. It's lucky the listener can't see you because they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll be put off by the sweat and you're at home. I feel I feel good. I feel good right now. Um, so compelling show notes. That's good. I think I think we, maybe we could do some more notes. 
Number okay. five, promote your podcast. Share updates Uh-oh. on your podcast progress on social media. Promote it. Use paid marketing options. We need to promote it more. Oh, yeah. I was going to do that uh, jingly thing for your... Right. There you go. I'll do that. I'll do that. I forgot. I forgot. Um, I'm going to make us an advert for the podcast. We're going to play it on Hoxton Radio. And then we might put it out on other places as well. We might just make a short video. If the ad's like 30 seconds, we could put some just like silly pictures to it and just put it out as a video. We're doing things. This is great. I feel like we've been really productive in our January episode. I feel like, you know, we're making plans. We're making moves. We're doing stuff. And it's all been recorded. So, you know, in a month's time when we're like, oh, no. Why did I say that? I've got a hamstring. (laughs) Then we'll have evidence that it was our fault. It is dry January, Owen Frost. It is. There'll be no bubbly fun for me. Yeah, it's dry January. It might even be a dry 23. How much do you want to bet? I'm going to bet nothing because I'm likely very much to drink at some point in the year. But uh, I just, I've I've had enough. I've had enough of it, you know. It's enough. I've had plenty over, over Christmas and I never got drunk. I just sort of felt a bit like fuggy. And the following days just felt fuggier. So I drank more to feel less fuggy, and I did feel a bit less fuggy. And then you just feel more fuggy. And then, what what have you got from that? What have you got from that? A beer gut. Yeah, when you look at look, if you look through your finances and you see those, uh, oh, twelve quid, twenty two quid, twenty nine, thirty four. Oh, mm. to tot them up, and you do that every however many weeks, weekends. How many? You know, old drachmas is that, really. Same. There's probably a house in somewhere like uh, Winnersh in around 2007. It does add up, especially in that there London where you're at, because it's like £12 a pint in some stupid places. I'd had, I, I'd, I did dabble in like trying to stop a couple of years ago, and I did Dry Jan and I did Sober October, and I did them both for a little bit longer, and uh, I was kind of over it, just over drinking in general, but to just socialise and see people. I think it's always going to be it's it's just going to be there for quite a while until there's a real reason to stop then I'll just casually do it and yeah I didn't have a crazy wild time over the festive period doing it because I did it quite a bit more and it's not the usual me anymore I don't really do it so much I just do it here and there and then when it starts to be oh should we have a little glass of wine should we have another little glass of wine? Should we just have a beer day after day? I just, I say yes. Mm. I sort of like the feeling, but it's nothing, it doesn't, it doesn't make me giddy. No, you don't get that. I don't get that buzz anymore from it. But if you do something like have an all day football session or go to a musical concert, <laughs> a bit different. Yeah, but I want to test something out. I want to try and go out with friends or go out to the football or have a Christmas or go on holiday and not feel like I should have a drink to enjoy myself. I should be able to just go out and the experience itself should be enough. Not needing to have the drink. It's difficult because, you know, that's what everyone does. But I really want to try and bring my mind into... the the interactions that I have so I'm not reliant on this fuzzy feeling I want to integrate myself into the situation more because I feel like I'm just it's all just floating away floating away into nothingness and I'm, I'm not really um interacting properly I don't think I've had enough what by being a bit bit giggly and you've had a few drinks you're not interacting properly yeah I do I feel like it's too much of 
I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself uh, if I hadn't had the drink. And I want to think I could enjoy myself without the drink, but the drink makes it better rather than I need the drink to enjoy myself. Yeah, well, okay. Well, you're going to have to break that mold and you'll probably realise that it's it's quite all right because you weren't missing much excitement anyway. So through <laughs> being sober, you get to laugh at people because they're yeah. not you're not laughing with them because you don't find them funny because when people are drunk it's just not as you're not on that wavelength so you're laughing at them mm. and then when it gets to about a time it's probably about 10 ish you're yeah. like okay cool i'm off now because you know precisely what train you are going to get because yeah. there's no drunk uh, mcdonald's and burger king on the way and there's no extra round of shots you make that train you get home you notice nature and wildlife a little bit you go to bed you're a bit tired you wake up the next day you still feel fine and it was just an evening or an experience and there's no like oh god i lost my keys i feel oh i'm never yeah. gonna get an acting job again oh have, <laughs> I got co- have i got covid coming or is it just uh, oh dear there's just none of that attached to it and you've had like enough fun it's like fun in a sort of um a, not forced fun but a sort of contained fun a that's pocket what of fun. It's a pocket of fun, but yeah. it's like you don't you don't need to always get trolleyed when your mate's doing like a, a like a thing at a cinema on yeah. Shaftesbury Avenue, and he's the star of the show, and everyone's coming up to him and saying, "Oh my God, <laughs> weren't you so good?" And he's really getting trolleyed on free yeah. drinks. You can just you don't need to for those sort of things because you're not the star that you're not the person that they've come to see. You're just there for support. So in those <laughs> cases, just you know, just be part of the crowd, be happy to be with it, and then just French exit. Just enjoy it. You love a French exit. The word hangover, I'm imag- I'm just guessing, thinking off the top of my head now, but it's the, the night before is hanging over the following day. So it's it's in, it's uh, interfering with the following day. It's hanging, hanging over as well. If you hang over something, it's not even, it's a lolling about, isn't it? And in the early noughties, we probably didn't really get them. So it was all just fun. You just woke up the next day drunk and it was just fun to share memories on uh, standard pictures because back then camera phones weren't a thing. But as you get older... The hang it, the shadow of it, Ooh. that gloomy shadow that hangs over you that just it just won't like it just won't go, and it's I in know. front of you. It's a shadow <laughs> that's in front of you. You can't escape it because it's always there. Yeah, yeah. If there's a big weekend coming up, uh, you know, like sometimes you'll get an Airbnb and go nuts in a in a house somewhere. I think about like after afterwards, like the drive home and how crap that'll feel. And is it like oh, and, and then. And then there's, have you heard of Suicide Tuesday? Oh, my God. Have you heard of that, Suicide Tuesday? Uh, no, do inform <laughs> me. I think I've got a grasp on it, but tell me. Oh, it's basically the day in the week then. If you've had a mad weekend, Tuesday's like the most depressing day because Monday, as we, I think we spoke about in the podcast before, is like you get through Monday, so that's like a feeling of I've accomplished something. But Tuesday's just a regular day. You just crap, you know, so it's, it's a known thing, apparently. I read this over Christmas and it was pretty good. It's like the sort of scientific things that happen when you have like drinks and um, so you have the first drink and it sort of loosens you mm, up. That's the best one. You release maybe like dopamine and stuff and then um, endorphins. You, you, you keep drinking more and like more comes out and then it starts to sort of flush it through your liver yeah. your kidneys then hold on to loads of water because they're yeah. like oh my god where's all the water gone so that's why it makes you sort of bloated the yeah. next day and then you've basically got poison in your body which is why you sort of get a bit maybe hot and shivery because your body's thinking oh my yeah. god i've got the flu yeah and it tries to do the things to 
you know, it usually only takes usually about a day, but there's no way to really. You can do a bit of exercise. You can eat. You can do whatever your tr- you can do whatever your trick is. But when you've got that, you yeah. got it. You just gotta hunker down, and it's sort of it's sort of a nice feeling to go right. I'm gonna write this one off. Get the blanket out. Watch some films. Have a milkshake, some biscuits. Get a McDonald's in. That's sort of a nice thing to do. But if you do it all the time, it's just it's just, it's just too much, isn't it? And it's it's just a waste. So you're doing you're doing dry jam then, from the sounds of things. I am. And uh, the last time I drank was uh, New Year's Eve night so january the first but like, like 2 p 2 a.m you know so I do you done. usually dry janet i tend to yeah or just reduce alcohol but i'm trying to get as far as i can this year without drinking i'm just gonna see what i can do see what happens okay i did about yeah i've done about five I usually i usually just wait to have an occasion and that often doesn't fall on just the last day of Jan it's often the first or second week of Feb and I think alright let's just wait till then I don't want to just drink for the sake of it and just have a few I want to go out for an occasion and then usually I can stick to that sort of behaviour for a while and then the sort of oh should we go for a quick one starts to creep in and yeah, yeah but I can do I could probably do yeah I could do a month ish and the pain's a bit good for you as well you should uh, suffer yeah I like that feeling in order to in order to kind of try and find battle through to somewhere new and then be like, oh my God, I feel good every day. I feel all right. I don't need that no more. You're right by saying uh, the feeling of just like feeling uncomfortable because you're used to drinking or or eating better or eating less, you know, because I... I've completely, completely indulged, as everyone else did over Christmas, and uh, I'm sort of weaning myself off that now. And I like that sort of little bit of hungry feeling because that means it's, you know, you're working, your body's working a bit more rather than just being all full of pate and cream. How are you in 2023 anyway? How are your optimism levels on the 4th of January at 4.11pm? I feel okay, but um, I'm very much aware that we are in January, so I'm actively trying not to mentally slouch. I'm very much trying not to. I can see it. I, I can see the wave, and I'm trying to ride the crest of that wave to prevent it from wiping out, you know? I'm very much aware it is January, but I'm going to try and uh, try and grab the bull by its horns and just... Just go, just go nuts in a positive way. Um, I'm going to positively go nuts. I've done it so far. I mean, it's only the 4th of January, but I feel like I've done some good stuff already. I've started running again now, running three miles a day and then just eating a bit better and just, just being a bit more creative. I'm up in the, I'm up in the attic. I've got the guitar out. I haven't played the guitar for a while. So I've started trying to, one of my news resolutions this year is to uh, make more music. I want to get another album out uh, this year. So I'm going to try and uh, write more write more stuff and uh, be more creative have you got any uh, any resolutions for this year um i just want to be there more for my friends oh nice and uh i'm not i don't think i th- want to try anything new in january because you just do stupid things that you're not going to do again and you see people in ways that you shouldn't see them oh should we go for a walk well it's just going to be really boring isn't it <laughs> probably both just not so shall we not okay bye i'm just going to keep it level just try and keep it normal-ish and just still try and do a bit less. Just do a bit yeah. less and maybe less less being more. That was sort of last year's that was last year's idea as well, but I don't know if I put enough planning into it. So if I just plan it a bit better this time and, uh, you know, when we say we're going to do the show, 
set up the computer already. Yeah. Get some tech news on the screen in front yes. of me. Test my mic. Just, just plan things a bit slower. And yeah, I came in yesterday and I wrote down just like th- three. Uh, three quarters of uh, things that I want to just do uh, this year. Mm. And then I just made loads of like bullet point lists underneath them and then just started acting on them a little bit already. The book I've I've been reading is The Seven Habits of Effective People. And we we're talking about planning and getting things ready. There's There's lots of different things that you can do to be prepared for things. And there's reactive and there's uh, proactive. And that is doing things that are not time sensitive but are important and that's the one that most people leave off and so you're left to the last minute grasping for things but if you plan things then you've you've far more in control of your time and your life i want to get it on paperback i'm reading a book on my kindle at the moment but it's just i like books okay. i like books call me old, call me old fashioned <laughs> right? but i just like books oh what are you <laughs> gonna do with them in the end well i'll just give it away it's only 12 pounds 17 i'll just take it to the shop after that or i'll give it to someone else uh, i'm reading a book by bob mortimer at the moment it's his first fictional ah. novel called the satsuma complex it's pretty good is this the new one then yeah i've read his autobiography which is brilliant and then he's got his first fictional novel out called the satsuma complex and uh yeah it's really good you can hear his voice in it straight away and it's uh it's a fun, easygoing read uh, that I would recommend. I think you'd enjoy it. It's quite good. And you can get it as an audiobook if you do want to hear his voice. Oh, that'd be good. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can get it for £8.50. Uh, I might see if Brick Lane books go. No, I want your serious book. I don't want anything funny at the moment. I just <laughs> want to, um, unless it's like spacey and a bit weird, I don't, want to, I don't want fun or fiction right now. I just want serious stuff. These things that we're saying now, it's, it's not... Um, revelatory or revolutionary they're just simple things don't drink as much alcohol eat better read more get off your phone but then if you don't start the year like this then uh i mean it's a good time to like put back in good habits once again and then at least when you've got a bit less to do and you're not hung over and stuff because if you're getting drunk you're not going to read a book are you and if you're hung over the next day you don't want to read a serious book you don't want to read at all so at least at this time of year there's 31 days to just try and behave and then remember some of these good habits and then just bring them in again at different times in the year just revisit them when you start to go off the rails which you always do i do midsummer time oh midsummer's the worst for me i don't know what happens i just stop burping i've been drinking (laughs) I've been having a good time. I've been running down the garden with my pants all the time. It's the summer. What a bummer. You're at work. What a twerp. Yeah, I go nuts in the summer. That that just reminded me being in the summer, that little song and dance you did and how fun it is. I've got to stop that, though. I've got to really sort of be... My my, uh, third resolution is be consistent. Be more consistent. Start with the start again. One, two, three. What were they? Oh, so number number one is be just be fitter. What's number two? Okay, (laughs) number two is uh, be more creative. So do more music. So get an album out. And number Number three, three, be consistent. Keep doing, keep doing one and two. Yes, but that's but it's easy said than done. I don't do. (laughs) So it's really a two part list, isn't it? It's a two part list reinforced by number three. Three, three is C one and two. Jim Talks. 
And uh, your your list where we started at one was be fitter. That's a good time to do that. You've run three miles a day for three days. Is that sensible, given that you've you know got long term injury? Well, I was concerned about that. On the first run, my hip was uh, twanging a little bit, which wasn't very nice. And then the following day, I was quite stubborn. I just thought, I don't care. It's all or nothing now, because I've done nothing. I've done no training, so it's rested. I've, I've given it six months rest. So the following day, I thought, right, I'm just going to blink in, go for it. And I did. It didn't hurt. This morning, nothing. I've run through the injury, I think. I'm just going to go for it. What about any other forms of exercise? Uh, I do have a indoor bike, exercise bike, which is pretty good. And I use that if my hip is bad, uh, then I use that. Or if it's like chucking it down, I can use that as well, which is pretty good. I want to get the cardio because I've really put on a shed load of weight. I'm uh, 92.3 kilograms. Don't know why I am. I weighed myself around Christmas and I was, I was at an absolute almost summertime level because I I'd, I'd generally behaved-ish in yeah. December. I guess over the last 10 days, it hasn't been the same. But uh, I'm going to weigh myself at the end of this week so I didn't want to get on the scales and then just say something stupid and awkward. I wanted to wait <laughs> till I'd like at least behaved for a week and uh, got some of that toxicity out of my body and those carbohydrates eaten, then, yeah. uh, then I'll weigh in. But uh, yeah, I, but I, th- I just think you should mix it up. In what way? Well, you've got your jungle gym in the garden, so, you know, run. Yeah. And on the next day, maybe do some weights and the wheel. I do, yeah. And on I the w- next day, yeah. maybe do the bike and a slightly different running, maybe some intervals just over a shorter distance and a bit quicker just for a bit yeah. of fun. Yeah. And then, you know, once or twice a week, go for a slightly longer run. But three miles a day is like just habit day after day. Yeah. Uh, I think you should mix it up, just have a bit more fun. And then you can... That you can say, how can you progress when it's just three miles a day every day? By the end of the week, you're bored or injured. At least if you did twelve kilograms times twelve reps f- three times, and then next week it's now four times, or yeah. by the end of the month it's four times, and then it's the wheel. It's like, oh, I was doing ten at the start, and now I'm on to twelve, and now I'm doing them really slowly, and then this bit of that instead. I think you're right there, but my plan is for the first month is to just do run running every day. Run every day, January. I want to strip so, back. The- <laughs> such a you're in my boot camp now. You're gonna run every day. Yeah, three yes. miles, January. But sir, but sir, you've got a jungle gym and a wheel. You're gonna run. You're gonna <laughs> run every day for three miles. But for- um, I find my body um really works well with a bit of no. But the method is. <laughs> You run three miles every day. Every day. Uh, but what But what if it's raining, sir? You, can, you run. All right, you get on the bike. You're on the bike. <laughs> yeah, but that's for January. After that, after that, that's when I can open up the whole thing. I want to reboot myself, and I need to reboot myself by putting my running boots on and run for the whole of January, every day if I can. I haven't really had a gym for a while, and I did like a week uh, just before Christmas, and I loved it, and then I went to the gym about four times when i was in cornwall to the local leisure center and then over christmas i joined my uh, my local leisure center because i thought i just want to go back i just want to go and start yeah. going it's not the best it's not the best facilities it's not like the greatest place but it's got enough equipment so i can just do it 
And um, yeah, and then I'm going to look into other stuff. I'm, ta- I'm looking at some other. I'd like to get back into boxing again. I've been doing a bit. I did yoga for the first time today, but I'm just what? easing back in. There's not. It's like no reason to. I'd like to run again this year because I didn't run at all last year. So we but could I'm just going to ease back into all of these. I'm not running three miles. I can run for about <laughs> twelve minutes max. Oh come on, jog. I can jog for twelve. Jog, jog on. Whoa, mate. I'll catch up with you. Yeah, I'm going to just build up. I'm going to do about five minutes on the cross on the treadmill and see how yeah. it goes. And, but I I ride my bike quite a lot, so anything that uses legs, well, running good. being one of those things, I don't want to damage my knees because if I hurt my knee, then riding, which I do pretty much every day, but that just make it tricky, you know. So I just I try and look after my legs by not doing stupid things like running, or <laughs> heavy squats, or the rack, you know. D- Yes, well, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, exactly. You're going to run! <laughs> I ran to work every... You're going to run! You're going to do three miles! But I've got a it's <laughs> seven miles to ride. Get run now! <laughs> Take no robots! Take no robots! Take no robots! Take no robots! Gadget, gadget, gadget. News, news, news. From a show with the pressure and frosty. Techno robots. Now, it is January, which means that CES. It's the, uh, yeah, it's in Las Vegas. Um, 100,000 attendees, uh, more than 3,000 exhibits from around the world showcasing what they will hope to be the next big thing. CES 20. 23 is underway now i think maybe it kicks off on thursday but people seem to be doing stuff there it started already, so. it started by yeah so it started so. so i've seen um from one of the gadgets that has been launched at ces is you scan uh, it's the latest offering from withings a well-known health and wellness company uh the white pebble shaped device sits inside your toilet bowl and collects mm-hmm. urine what? through a special inlet <laughs> <laughs> Once the pee is collected, it passes through to special pods where a variety of chemical reactions take place and they can see if you're ill or if you're unwell. You can just okay. do it at home by going for a pee on this thing. That's, that, that, that is pretty good. If you can just pee in something and it detects all of what's in you. How you're doing. Well, you know, I, I give blood now and again. And last time I did it, it said my iron levels were too low. So See, yeah. I don't know what it, I don't know what it will say next time. But if you scan, uh, which will launch in Europe in the second quarter and will cost 500 euro dollars. Um, if that just said, hey, you're low on iron today, maybe take a chill pill or some yeah. magnesium. I could maybe do that. That's good. That's good. When I, I've given blood and quite a few times and twice I've been refused because of that low iron, it floats, doesn't it? Instead of sinks. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I've been so close a few times and it's just floating. I couldn't give blood. And they say, if that happens a third time, you're banned forever from oh, giving no. blood. So I'm scared so I, to give blood. Yeah, the last time I did it, it was like, no. And that's the first no I've had. But they had to use a machine on another occasion. So they put like, they do a pinprick of blood. They put it in this vial and it should just sink in about yeah. 30 seconds. And... If it doesn't, then they maybe do a different test. So yeah. I've been sort of, I've t- t- tested it and half passed once, tested it, failed once. So I'm on yeah. the brink. So yeah. if UP, if UP could tell me what level I'm at today, then, uh, you know, I don't have to eat a whole bowl of broccoli for dinner tonight. Well, that'd be good. That'd be good. There's a new thing in CES, you know, TVs, you know, everyone's trying to build a new next best 
television. It was curved sets for one time, remember them? No one ever uses them now. And then it was 3D TV, which was massive, but no one really picked up on it because it was just too expensive and too fuddly and there wasn't enough 3D content. Well, this is a new way to um, look at TVs. This is called Displace. And basically, it's like a, a big sheet of paper that sticks to anything using vacuum technology and it's the first ever true wireless TV. So it has no wires, including power going into it. It's got four batteries that lasts a month and it's all wireless. And you can just pick it up, stick it to a wall, stick it to a window, take it with you anywhere you want to go. But it's a bit expensive, as you can expect. It's about it's two and a half. What's oh. 4K? It's two, two and a half thousand per four. Oh, very oh, good. Oh. <laughs> Look at oh, him. I missed oh. that. Bug fox there. <laughs> nothing, get, nothing gets by the fog fox. Oh, you're already in. And it's two, it's 2.5k in cash, but 4k in resolution. I find comfort in wires. The Bluetooth wireless, it all. It just, yeah, it scares me a bit. Do you know what? I've got all the i. I've got all the gear. No idea. Loads of fear. I, f I fear it. I fear these things. I'm like, oh, but what if it's, you know, that's, it just scares me a bit. Which is. Uh, why, in my gadget news, I'm looking to get a new camera, an NBD 4K camera, Ooh. 84 megapixels, flip screen. It comes with a little microphone that it plugs on the top, and you could plug a different mic in if you wanted. Yeah. And uh, I did sell, I sold my DSLR about a little bit before Christmas. This thing just looks easy because it's got the mic thing on it. I've got a tripod, which I just showed you. Yeah. I could just show up to a thing look at myself on the flip screen set up an interview and just do it and just give myself a push again like i just i always want to do more video yes and because my last camera was just a bit clunky and a bit like oh oh i think if i just like i've got the watch and it's making yeah. me look at my calories right now if i just get this new camera and start using it and pushing it then i think it will be a motivator you yeah know? that could be good i think the flip screen is quite a useful tool to have because you can frame yourself on that but now that you've got that better watch that can act as a viewfinder on your iPhone as well. So if you've got your camera app open, you can look at your watch, you know, work out where you are, which is what I do for self-tapes. Okay, so with a tripod, then I just needed um, something to put my iPhone on, yeah? Yeah, exactly. There's loads about the cheapest chips, just springy things that attach to a tripod. And then you can... And then yeah. I just need a way to plug a microphone in now to it. But I think there's ways to do that as well. There must there be. Are, That's what there I should are. research. So there maybe are. I don't need this camera after all. Well, I mean, the ca if it's a camera that you showed me, that looks like a mid-range camera, and I will always avoid the mid-range. Either go dirt cheap or go for nice. Mid-range, you're just going to get the worst of both worlds. That's good advice. So, Welsh speakers are turning to TikTok to promote the language and teach it to others. The social media platform is helping to connect lovers of the language with new learners. I think the one thing with TikTok that's different is the videos are shorter and sweet. You're able to engage with people, said one curator. Um, so people are going on there and they're just making small little vids. They're teaching little bits. People are learning it. That's a good idea, isn't it? Using technology for good. I tried learning Welsh about five years ago on uh, an online thing and it was very good, very intuitive. I got to a certain level and then after that, if you can't speak it to somebody, it's very difficult to be fluent in something and you just sort of feel a bit stale with it. And I just sort of lost interest because I just thought... I can't get to the level enough to be able to act in it. 
And I because I don't know anybody who speaks Welsh. So that TikTok thing sounds like a really good idea. Uh, Bethany Davies, she's 23 and she has 440, she has 44,000 followers on TikTok. Bethany Davies, if you want to learn it, come to my page, okay? Okay, bang it We'll get you good. 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 It's January. It's time for What Gets Your Goat. And it could be many things. It's dark and dreary. It's very easy to be grumpy about what gets your goat. Has anything got your goat recently, David? Yeah. Yeah, what's got your goat? Go on, tell us. Me. I get my own flipping goat. Oh, I like that. I like that. You're getting your own goat. Just little niggles, like my ankle. I hurt my ankle on the bicycle years ago i'm gonna get it fixed i've said i'm gonna have acupuncture so check in in mm. feb to see where i'm at with that so that hurts on and off i get ulcers quite often i, I bite i bite i grind my teeth so i have to uh. sleep with a mouth guard in so i don't bite my tongue that happens often Geek. and then over christmas i had like an ingrowing hair which was just like a spot on my face uh. and every time i looked in the mirror i just kept seeing it and i was trying to like burst it and it was just really painful and it just, just oh i think i like, saw that now? Like, why now? It's just like, you know, of all the times. As soon as I got home, I could exfoliate and got the tweezers and I fixed it. But I was away for like a week. And it just every time I looked at the stupid mirror, I saw my stupid face. So me, I get my own goat yeah. by just these things that endlessly annoy me. That I'm having a good time. And then I'm like, oh, look at my face. Or, oh, I bit my tongue. Or, oh, my ankle. But you did reach a landmark age not that long ago, didn't you? Yeah. 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 You, the big four zero now. Yes. That's a big deal. So, you know, you're 40. How does it feel to be in the 40 club? Just everything I've done maybe is less significant. I really don't feel attached to the younger people. I see them having fun and smiling and stuff in pictures. And I'm like, well, I can't do that anymore. It's not for me. I feel I feel part of the sort of people give themselves stereotypes. And I feel I'm in the next bracket now. And I look at those people and they look just stupid with crap clothes. And they don't care. They're wearing walking boots in the day to go to Tesco. Um but I just that's that's where I'm going now. I guess when I stop taking care of my appearance and my look, then uh, and I've got some slippers for Christmas, and it's really <laughs> hard to take care of your appearance and look in a pair of slippers. So I need to um, I'm just going to wean them out. As soon as it gets a bit warmer, I'm just going to sweep them under the carpet and just put them on for like <sighs> ceremonious purposes because. Uh, I don't want to be where the kids are, really, but I do not want to be where the people that are. The next birthday is 50, I was told. Oh, no. And I thought, oh, God. So, yeah, just just want to legitimize my life now because everything I did that was all wafy before, now I've got to just make it a real thing because I'm 50 next. That is a that is a fair point. Yeah, I think that's it hits a lot of people that but when you're forty, it feels like yeah, I've got to actually do something. I make something worthwhile. I've had a bit of fun, and it's been fine. And like as I said, when I turned forty, I felt like there isn't forever time, and you do have to step up now and actually do something of substance. I've been doing that a bit since you said that, especially with work commitments. If work comes up and it's someone else's thing, I'm like, no, someone else's thing comes first. Work doesn't. That does not like. What's the point? Mm. I just go to work and then I missed your thing, you know. I want to be there for my friends. 
yeah that's 2023. good I like that. that's me just okay i want to work and that'd be good but i can't because it's my friend's 40th so there you go don't let yourself go that's the key to it all don't give up and then you'll be fine know what you like know what you don't like and fight for you what you need that's it fight for your right to party Part what's to got party. your goat then Oh, I mean, it could be loads of things. We went on holiday to Bruges, which was absolutely lovely. But I'm not a traveller. I don't enjoy travelling at all. I find it very stressful and uh, a lot of effort for something that is intended to be a pleasure. You go on holiday for pleasure. And I find there's a lot of not pleasure to get to the pleasure. Um, so it's, it's travelling in general. And then when you're at the place... Bruges is beautiful. It's amazing. Lots of history there. But uh, because of that, there's lots of tourists there. You know, so everyone's taking photographs. Everyone's doing the thing that everyone does at the certain bits. And then I'm part of that because I'm taking photographs. I'm doing the things. And I just don't want to be part of that. I want to be my own person and be Why an independent. Why are you going to tourists? Why are you going to well, places where people, tourists go, oh, let's go and see the, let's go and see the, the uh, building. Let's go and see the flag. Because it's good. Let's go and see, go through the waterfall. No, go and eat more waffles and eat more fritz and go to a dingy bit of town and just hang out there and have a little conversation oh, with yeah. someone in a coffee shop rather than, oh, but we've got to go to the, uh, the, the building, don't we? Get me in there. But you've—I don't know. I mean, we did do that. We did go to the dingy bits. We did have lots of freets. You know, yeah, I'd love you can see all the freets. Some more time there than putting a schedule on. Like, oh, today we're going to go and see the town hall building. And we did. We went up the building. The bridge. Well, well, you know, we went. To, we watched a film in Bruges, and then I wanted to experience. Uh, what uh, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson experienced. So we went to those places. And because Bruges is kind of a small place anyway, it's all just, it's all in inside a moat, you know, basically, around Sundry Rivers. And so it all is a tourist place, to be honest. Oh, it, God. When I went, it wasn't. Did you go to Bruges? Yeah. And now I went Brussels, so all the same. Oh, it? Brussels right. is a dive. Let's have a new feature that starts now. TV, TV, we watch TV, 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 you and me on TV. I've got a few for you to watch. One's called Slow Horses. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. It's got Gary Oldman, is that right? Yeah. So good. Slow Horses, it's a series, there's two series. It's brilliant. Um, Just come to Netflix on December 30, White Noise, the film that I didn't see the end of. I saw it over Christmas. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's really it's, good. It's very peculiar, isn't it? Very yeah, peculiar. Yeah. It's like three different films in one. Might try and watch it tonight. But I don't know if Anne will be able to keep up because I just love how they just talk really so, quickly yes, all at once. So. Yes. Oh. So that's just come on Netflix. It's called White Noise, Adam Driver, some others. Really good. Uh, Banshees of Inishirin. Oh, I saw it in the cinema. Great that film. Yeah. Yeah, so good on Disney+. Plus. Okay, all you need to watch then is um, Slow Horses, because those are the three things I've seen recently that I've loved. Oh, well, in that case, I'd like to recommend to you White Lotus. Have you seen that? White Lotus. White Lotus. Season two came out uh, at the end of last year. Uh, It's about a hotel called the White Lotus. It's a franchise of hotels, and each series is based on one of those locations. The first series is set in Hawaii, and uh, the second series is set in uh, a town in Italy. And it's about these super rich people and it's um, 
all and the exploits that they get up to but it's it's done in a very it's the, it, the writing's really good it's the the direction it's all top-notch quality stuff it's a bit dark it's a bit funny it's good so i would recommend the white lotus definitely email the show it's the way to go pressure and frosty at gmail.com uh right i think we're done dave yeah we are yeah we only got what four you minutes tonight well, Stacey's been working... I'm going to go pick Stacey up, so no. I'll pick her up, so I'll make dinner, <laughs> and then I'll go put people in the Xbox, and then... <laughs> Just no. speed it up and make it exciting. Three, two, one, go. I'm going to make some dinner, I'm going to eat it, and then I'm going to watch some telly. What are you having for dinner? Oh, we're going to have uh, cooked meats from uh, from Christmas with some boisson, spicy tomato, and pasta sauce. What's spicy tomato? Just like tomato sauce with some spices in it. Okay, that sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing tonight? Got a bicycle home after this in the dark, but the wind will be on my back, so that'll be fun enough. Have some supper, maybe watch, well, almost definitely watch as much telly as I can until around 10pm, read my book, do my Danish practice, go to bed. Lovely. Can you say, uh, for the listeners... Uh, something very pleasant in Danish, and then say good goodbye and see see in February or something like that. Um, Evelgen ha en god effen smell favel. Wow, that sounded quite good. You sound a bit Welsh then. You have a good dinner. Goodbye. <laughs> You have a good dinner. Goodbye. Well, thanks again, everyone, for listening to our January you, episode. You Go would on. like. Uh, you would like. Hofuni dinner. I, I, yeah. Goodbye. I think is what I said. And in Welsh, that would be Hofuni kinio, wellity. Multilingual. Here we go. Good. Very uh, good. Uh, thanks everyone for listening that was our january 23 episode out uh, thanks yeah let us know what you're eating let us know your resolutions let us know what fitness things you're doing i've got on the wheel recently and i love it so we'll hear where we are in a fair whatever you're doing be that step aerobics kickboxing running after the bus just let us know please so we can incorporate it into our worlds and we can be as good as you yeah be the change be the change thanks again Take it easy, or don't take it easy. Take it hard, and we'll see you in February. Goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. My favorite. But there's no need to cry. We'll be back again sometime. The show with the pressure and frosty. I don't remember what I'm singing, so I'm just gonna freestyle on the spot. It's not a spot, it's an ingrown head. You should know what I don't care.